Well, we know that grocery prices are up nearly 11% year over year in the past little while, the largest jump since the early 80s. We all know what it's like to go to the grocery store these days. Major grocers are coming under fire, including from federal NDP leader Jagmeet Singh, who says the major Canadian chains have taken in $2.3 billion in profits so far this year. Singh spoke to 640 News' John Oakley today. We're the ones that said there is clearly some evidence of huge profits in the corporate grocery sector, Big bonuses for the CEOs. The workers' salaries haven't gone up. The producers aren't getting more money, but our prices are certainly increasing. Jugmeet Singh there earlier today. So Canada's biggest grocer is making a move that could be both good for customers and good public relations. Loblaw Company said on Monday that it is locking in prices of its house brands, including more than 1,500 items, until the end of January. For now, none of the others are following suit, at least not officially. So what does this mean? Joining me now is Mike Von Masso. He's a food economist and a food agriculture and resource economics, economics department, rather, at the University of Guelph. Mike, thanks for your time tonight. Thanks for having me. Well, this has caused quite the big splash. We've had about 24 hours to reflect on it. Uh, what do you make of the Loblaws announcement? Well, I think, first, let me say, I'm not one to look a gift horse in the mouth. I think that uh, if they're saying they're going to freeze uh, freeze prices on these no-name products for uh, three months, I think that's great. You know, I, we anticipate food inflation will continue, so this will provide some relief. I also think it's good that it's at the low end of the price spectrum. So, you know, I've been lucky, Ben, throughout the price inflation that I've changed my food habits. Mm -hmm. uh, I probably eat out less than I did before. I'm you know, sort of trading down on some things, but I'm not buying a lot of no-name products. The people who are buying no-name products are probably feeling a bigger squeeze than I am. So it's, it's targeted the right thing. But by the same token, there might be some skepticism as to the timing, you know, we could have done it earlier, could have done more, all of those things. And I think all of those things are fair. I might not have put ads on TV announcing it either, because it looks like we're perhaps trying to, to take advantage of it. And, you know, more power to you, you can. But overall, I think it's not a bad thing. I might have done it a bit differently. Yeah, because other uh, com competitors, we can call them competitors, have come out and said, well, it's normal at this time of year to freeze prices. Um, what do you make of that? I, I honestly don't know if it's normal at this time of year. Uh, I think uh, they say sort of it's industry practice. That might be a way of trying to diminish the publicity that Loblaw is getting. It might also be true that through the holiday period that that people that 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 they try not to to raise prices as much but my my guess is it's a it's a bit of trying to catch up just the politics around this because clearly the uh, Jagmeet Singh the NDP leader has been talking about this what should we make of the profits that that big grocery chains are reporting these days and how much uh, do you prescribe to the idea that there's some gouging going on here well, I don't think there is any evidence of gouging. And so let me take a step back here and say there's lots of reasons we're seeing food price inflation. We're seeing a war in Ukraine, which is reducing trade in wheat and vegetable oil products. And 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 we're seeing the result of that. If you look at the detail on the uh, Statistics Canada site, flour, baked goods, they're all up. You know, we're seeing transportation costs go up. We're seeing we, we're still short 20,000 truckers in North America. And so even if transportation costs can't, aren't going up, it's harder to get freight. We're seeing extreme climate events. Uh, you know, last year we had a significant drought in Western Canada. This year, 
uh, crops in Ontario and Western Canada look really good, but there are some some problems elsewhere. So there's lots of reasons that prices are are going up, and I think that you know it's easy to blame grocers because that's who we write a check to, that's who we swipe our card, that's who we yeah you know on the front pay. lines right they're on the front they, lines you know, yeah they're 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 the ones we feel Ben but. There's no evidence that that they're getting exorbitant profits here, and I think it's both myopic and opp- opportunistic to to try and point the finger and 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 identify a single scapegoat because there are a variety of reasons. And so, if we're going to look at why food prices are going up, that's that's great. That makes a lot of sense. If we're going to say we're we're focusing on the grocers, I think that will be an exercise in futility. Let me just finish, if I may, Ben, by saying. Profits are up in grocers, and and there's some good reasons for that too. In in 2020, restaurants closed and they closed abruptly, and so we still ate. We were spending about a third of our food dollar on food prepared outside of the home, uh, and all of a sudden we couldn't do that anymore. We started shopping more at grocery stores, so their volume went up. That's going to drive profits. Could they have moderated them? Yes. Is it fair for individual companies to sort of bear the burden of of price increases? Probably not. So I think there's lots of reasons their profits are up. I don't think necessarily that it's related to uh, that it's related to sort of greedflation or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I imagine that's why the parliamentary committee looking into this is going to do sort of beginning to end, right? They're not going to just focus on grocery stores. They're going to look right down the supply chain and try and figure out where some of these problems may exist. Um, In terms of control over no-name, because that's been a bit of a debate over the past 24 hours, do companies such as Loblaws have more control over uh, their no-name products, considering they're, they're often buying them or sourcing them from the exact same people who sell them the private label stuff? Yes. So, so you know, the manu- food processors are making these no-name products, but to a significant degree, Loblaws has more control over their position in the marketplace for no-name or our compliments for the competitors and, and things like that. So, so for the store brands, there is more control. There is, they, they probably make more margin on them because they're not paying several other steps. They're essentially paying someone to toll manufacture them for them rather than paying for all of the, the promotion those companies do to try and drive their products forward. So there is probably more room in there. Um, and frankly, they can probably also uh, contract forward so they can say well we're going to buy this much no-name product for you over the next three months can we lock in the price can we contract you contract your ingredients so they can probably mitigate some of their risk which is probably why they didn't go beyond three months so yes there is more control yes there's greater ability and probably greater margin within which they can play there and and buffer themselves uh, against potential losses do you see any residual effects might these um price freezes at one place end up being price hikes somewhere else. So I was noticing that independent grocers were a bit worried about whether their suppliers wouldn't hike prices to make up for the for the freeze that's going on at some of the bigger retailers, because obviously the big retailers carry more weight, right? Well, I think the big retailers carry more weight, and they also have store brands. Some of the smaller retailers don't have the the, the volume to justify store brands. And from a competitive perspective, that might make them nervous. So uh, if you look at, as an example, you know, Sobeys has come out, other groups have come out and said, well, you know, this is always the way it is in an effort maybe to stem the potential losses of them, of them going out. Is there an opportunity that prices go up uh, elsewhere? Potentially, 
the food manufacturers are are also facing facing inflationary pressure. I think I think it 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 could happen. We've seen the big grocers push back on some price increases, right? We saw Loblaws earlier this year fight with uh, Frito Lay, Pepsi about price increases, uh, and so the smaller players who have less who have less market power uh, might uh, bear disproportionately the brunt of 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 cost increases. At least for the next three months, though, we know that Loblaws uh, store brands or their own brand, at least their private brand, will be uh, will be frozen, I guess, for, for 1,500 items. It, it is something, as you said, uh, don't look a gift horse in the mouth, I suppose. Yeah, yeah it, it's funny. You know, last week we were criticizing grocers for taking excessive profits. Now we're criticizing them for freezing prices. It seems that, you know, we just don't like grocers very much. Well, they are, as as you mentioned earlier, they are very much on the front line. They're the touch point for us when it comes to food inflation. And there's no denying that it's been a real problem of late. Uh, Mike Van Massa, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me, Ben. Have a great day.